What's going on, people? Welcome to a new episode of the Chevalier Life and Fitness Podcast. This is Sean, and Nadia's not here today for this episode because it's a little special, and she doesn't know about this episode. And I want to do something uh, that symbolized where we are in our relationship, and I wanted to share something with you guys, and hopefully she'll listen to this in the future. And today we celebrate... 26 years together, uh, four, two, two, nine, four, 26 years ago, Nadia chased me down the hall and gave me a note that says, can you be my man? <laughs> well, that's how I saw it. Uh, maybe I gave her the note. My memory's a little foggy, but nonetheless, uh, 26 years later and almost 15 years married, uh, I figure I, I, I have a little bit to share with some of those guys and maybe some ladies who are listening uh, about what worked for us. And we started this company with the intent to help people improve their life, uh, get tidbits on ways and methodologies to make things better for them personally, uh, maybe within their family or maritally, and even on the fitness side. That's uh, what we believe in, and that's why we started this to share knowledge with you guys. Um, so today's topic is uh, ways to honor the woman in your life, or woman or woman in your life. And for the guys out there, I want you to listen. You know, I, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, hold on or not hold, but uh, use the fact that I've been together. We've been together for 26 years as a way for me to just say, listen to what I'm saying, or else. But I just hope that my words can resonate and give you uh, some insight on what worked well. So I have four things and I'm going to explain them relatively brief. You know how we like to keep our podcasts uh, relatively fast and move it. Uh, so number one is learn your wife or your the female in your life. Learn their love language. And for many people, that may be the first time hearing about love language and learn, learning your love language it's very intentional there. If you go and search online about the five love languages, there are some small quizzes that you can do that will kind of highlight the uh, language that best speaks to you personally. And that's the guy and uh, the lady, right? And from there, you'll have words of affirmation where you're using words that or words that will affirm your spouse or whomever you're referring to or communicating with that really lift them up. Then there is the, the second one is gifts where the person uh, really enjoys receiving a gift that really, you know, makes them feel good. Um, then there's acts of service where you doing something for someone makes them feel great. There's quality time, you know, just resting and sitting side by side and maybe just enjoying the moment. And last but not least, there's physical touch, you know, holding hands, kissing, stuff of that nature. I'm talking lovey-dovey stuff, but um, just that the art of like touching your spouse or the person uh, and that connection, that physical connection creates a bond and speaks to that person's language. So my recommendation, learn the person's language. And then once you've determined or 
Um, you now know what that person's language is, practice it. Uh, you may not be one who likes to touch and, um, but that person may really, really enjoy that. So you may have to come out of your comfort zone and humble yourself and find ways to tap into their love language. It may be uncomfortable, uncomfortable for you, but you have to learn how to step out your comfort zone in order to provide that comfort. So look into it in the five love languages. I think it's uh, pretty insightful. We really try to practice it within our relationship in uh, many ways and, and also communicate that to our kids so they know how we like to receive uh, love. And in turn, there is a child version where the kid, the kids will do like a little quiz and you learn their love languages. So it's a great way to um, speak directly to someone's heart. Number two, uh, compliment instead of criticize. Um, just, just think about it, right? How many times do you say thank you or just say, I really, really like the way you did something versus, you know, saying, wow, you could have did that better. Um, and when you take a step back, you start to evaluate your interactions with your spouse or the lady in your life. And you realize sometimes you may be overcritical. Um, so think about ways to intentionally compliment your spouse, uh, whoever it may be, and, and really be intentional with the message you're trying to deliver. You're trying to lift them up and... Um, taking that moment to not criticize it's it's self-control because you want to say i want to criticize this person for not doing the dishes the way that i would do the dishes but really they did the dishes so you can say thank you for doing the dishes and move on right and maybe in a creative and constructive way take a step back and go well maybe you could empty the, the drain you know but find a creative way to say it. Don't be sarcastic because that can come off rude too, but find a creative way to relay your criticism, but in a constructive way. Number three, lift them up. You know, authentically make, um, you know, the lady in your life feel better. And that authenticity is what really, really makes uh, that person in your life feel special. So lift them up. Um, you know, you can tell by by physical features or uh, if someone's mood is really down. And if you are paying attention and you know their love language and you're doing the best that you can to communicate your true love for that person, just do your best to lift them up, to pick their head up and make them feel like, yes, I'm going through the storm right now but you are here to make me feel better. And of course, in this time that we're quarantined and we have no choice but to be with one another, we may run into situations where the spouse or lady in your life may feel uh, defeated in some way. And sometimes we can come in and truly turn things around just by our mood, just by our willingness to turn uh, the environment in the house or wherever it is uh, much better. And last but not least is give them their time. And, you know, this, this, was, this is something that we really tried to practice over the years and knowing when one person needs to have their alone time. 
And that is key, you know, when to back off uh, and allow them to fill up their tank by themselves. You know, we don't always have to be locked at the hip. We don't always have to be holding hands, but giving them the opportunity to just be. And that is something that I think it takes time. Uh, again, we've been together 26 years. Our dating, this is our dating date, but 26 years together. And I know in many relationships, it's like you have to be side by side, locked arms, talking to each other all the time. But when you get a little bit more mature in your relationship and you're secure and you feel like this person is my ride or die and they're, they're going to be with me no matter what. I'm not saying you put your guard down, but I'm saying give them the opportunity to just watch a movie by themselves or go on a stroll by themselves or go shopping or, you know, whatever it takes for them to just have that alone time. And in that time, they may meditate, they may exercise, they may do whatever it is, but everybody needs that time. And as a male, uh, it is our, um, it is our, uh, we, I'm trying to say, basically, you can give them that opportunity. I'm not saying we control the time, but you can allow it, right? In terms of uh, watching what's going on and just taking control of other things so that your spouse can have that free time. I'm not a dictator of the time, but you, I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Again, you know, this is special, you know, 26 years. We're going on 15 years of being married. And I really just wanted to profess, you know, tell you guys, um, you know, many people are going through some crazy stuff in their marriages, right? And uh, mar marriages don't last all the time. But for those who are considering marriage, for those who are in rocky marriages, or those who may be in a great marriage, but just want to get a different perspective on what I do, what we do, and what we practice, um, you know, I just wanted to share that, you know, and uh, I love my wife dearly. And I know she she shows me her love each and every day. And for us to have this company to to pour into clients, to pour into one another, to have new ideas, new approaches. Uh, it takes us being able to communicate the best way that we can. And hopefully we can share that with you guys um through these podcasts through, the, through when we interact with you in person whenever that will be uh or just in our messages that we are um we're living it you know and we hope that we can relay something that would be beneficial for you so nod when you listen to this you are my sunshine and i just wanted to share um what works for us with the world uh, because you truly brighten my day and i wanted to make sure that the world knows that you are awesome and uh, I'm looking forward to the next 26 years of awesome uh, marital happiness. It's not perfect. We're never perfect, but we're always striving to do the best for one another. So thank you all for listening to a private, exclusive uh, episode number 15, uh, Ways to Honor the Woman in Your Life. And until we speak again, this is Sean from Chevalier Life and Fitness Coaching. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.